Welcome to Schoolboy and the Dropout, a tale of two trainers, where we talk about lifestyle, fitness, health, and wellness, all while having a ton of fun. Enjoy the show. So, it's been a week. How you feel? Of what? Our, uh, our dieting. Very good. Let's talk Not about, really. Let's, let's talk about your results. <laughs> Went up two uh, percent body fat. Lost. Was it one point four? One point four percent body you were fat. Thirteen point something. Thirteen point six. Yeah. You went to fifteen point oh. So one point four percent body fat. It's not not that bad, but it's not that, that bad. It's, it's not. You went up. It's supposed fine. to go down. Remember? Yeah, it's supposed to go down. It's fine <laughs> though. Still have like six weeks left. Let's reiterate goals too. What, what was your goal? Twelve uh, percent body fat. Okay. And then, it's been one week, you still got six weeks to go. Now, you were kind of talking to me off air about, like, how that's a good or a bad thing. Or explain what? that. What's a good or bad thing? Like, even, though the, even though your results are higher, yeah. explain why you think that's a good thing. Oh, why? for me, personally, it's a good thing. I was able to see where I was at. That's that's how I'm looking at it. Like, it, there's no point of me trying to dwell around, oh, crap, I went up 1%, 1.4%. What the fuck am I doing wrong, right? Like, I already know what I'm doing wrong. Explain. What I'm doing wrong? Yeah. Too much snacking, like, and not healthy snacking, like, just too much, um, like, I told them my goal is to try to cut off the snacking. I cut it off, like, I modified it. Wasn't enough. <laughs> you gotta cut it off more. <laughs> more. You gotta cut it off more. We gotta tell them what you've been eating, too. Oh, uh, like, food-wise or just a snack? No, food-wise. Food-wise, it's been, breakfast's been stable, like. Just eggs and cheese um, with milk and tea. And that's the other thing. I need to decrease my sugar on that. Excuse me. On that drink. Yeah. I put a lot of sugar on there. Uh, usually, I would have, like, the big dinner. Because uh, in my culture, there isn't, like, breakfast, lunch. You know, there really isn't. Right. And then dinner is, uh, it's like, for us, it's stable. Like, rice in everyone, in every meal. Uh, a salad. And then we would have either uh, soup with chicken, soup with uh, meat, soup with fish. And the soup is, could be like bean soup, okra, whatever it may be. Sometimes we would, uh, could be uh, like in the, uh, roasted chicken. Sometimes it could be just chicken wings with the, but it's, it's homemade, so healthy. Uh, Never any haram. No pork. No, no pork. No pork. <laughs> <laughs> no pork. Uh, fish is really good. I like fish a lot. Sushi. So, now tell them where you've been going wrong then. Excel sounds healthy. Snacking. What, what kind of snacks have you been having? So, zebra cakes. <laughs> honey buns. A lot of honey buns. Donuts. Hey, not that bad. <laughs> donuts? <laughs> yeah, donuts. Um, just that jump. Ice cream? Just that jump. Well, I don't snack on ice cream, though. That's the thing. Yeah. Because when I talk about like, snacking, I'm like constantly just snacking on mm. that. Cookies at home. You yeah. Really? Uh-huh. I'm not even a cookie person, but sometimes they're there. I'm hungry. Whoop. I'm going to say, I'll just eat one. Eat the whole pack. So I'm going to... Okay, so now that you know what you've been doing wrong, you've also been endurance training, too. You've been doing, right? You've been doing long runs? I have been doing long runs, yes. So... Obviously, that's not like part of the goal of your competition. That's more like athletic pursuit. Yeah, that's but, just for my sport. Yeah, yeah. but um, if you, if you, do you think that it might be coming from that? Like, you just keep burning so many calories, you think? 
in your mind so, yeah. that you have room oh, for, for sure. the calories. Oh, for sure. And in my mind, I'm just like, there's no way I'm going to get the calories I need through my whole natural food. So a few like snacks here and there won't hurt. It's true, though. A few snacks here and there won't hurt. Depending on the snacks. No, no. Depending on the snacks, true. Until the here and there turns into constant snack. Like me. I turn that into just, oh, it won't be bad. Oh, it won't be bad. Oh, it won't be bad. Like I think I talked about when I had the four cinnamon rolls. I just bought them and I said, I'll have one now and then I'm going to save. Had them all four in one sitting. Not very good. Not good. It was tasty. <laughs> Fuck you. Not good. Very good. Very tasty. Teacher boring. I said, nom, 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 nom. So, explain to me now what are you going to do in this upcoming week to try and change your habits to make your composition goal more achievable? For me, um, what I'm going to do, not a lot of people might be able to do it, but I've been like, I've been an athlete since I was young, so I'm disciplined enough to try and cut things off. So, like you just saw me right now. We just, like, got healthy snacks after the workouts instead. Yeah. So I'm going to cut off all the snacking. Like I told you, I said I'm just going to completely cut off the snacking. So I'm going to do that. And people are like, well, don't you usually supposed to, like, progress down, whatever? Like, you're supposed to gradually cut off the bad food? Yeah. If you're, like, you know, mostly for beginners, the ones that have been doing it for, like, 10, 15 years, you've been just having processed food all the time. Yeah, you want to take steps. But for me, I'm just going to completely cut off the snacking. I'm disciplined enough to try and cut it. Not even try. I will cut it off. We'll see how that goes. I do. There is something I'm going to test out. Because I'm going to cut off the snacking. I am going to replace it with healthier snacks. I'm going to replace it with fruits instead. I just bought uh, peanut butter. Literally like two tablespoons actually helps my craving for the snacks. So that's a better option for me. And then I'll play around and then we'll check this week and see how it goes. Interesting. I have a feeling that's going to go. Curious. I'm curious. I'm curious too. I have a feeling that's going to go back up a little too, but we'll see. We'll I see. mean, if, if you're choosing healthier foods, I think you shouldn't have a problem. Like, let's say every single snack, instead of you choosing the zebra cake or the honey bun or the donuts, you chose right. a banana or orange or an apple or strawberries, whatever it ended up being. I think your likelihood of going down in weight would be much higher. Because, I mean, we were just talking about this, right? Because we're eating fruit before we start recording, and the fruit is so filling. It's Hella so filling. filling. Hella because when there's we a lot of water it. in it, right? It's so water yeah. dense. Like the second you get it in your stomach, you start eating. And this is the fucking thing that drives me crazy. I'm glad that you said that because you need to bring this on the podcast. It's like you'll hear people like say, oh, you can't have carbs. Like don't have carbs. Remember, you're trying to lose weight. That's horseshit. Absolute exactly. horseshit. Because there's so much micronutrients alone in fruit, right? Like the, the vitamin C, the fucking crazy amount of like energy you get from all the B vitamins, C vitamins. I mean, it's, there's just, like, so much things that people don't think about inside of there. And also there's um, the fruit pectin. All the keto diet people are about to fucking hate you right now. Right, all the fruit pectin, <laughs> um, which actually has been shown um, to improve levels of inflammation. There's also the um, fiber, right? That's a huge thing as well, fiber. So more gut motility, right? We want to have a better gut flow so we're not inflamed. Um, and that's funny. We, like, we, we now demonize carbs, so then, of course... Fruit is one of those things that kind of fall in that category. We also demonize sugars too, right? So now, well, well, hear us out, right? So now it's now we got the the carbs that we hate, and now we got the sugars that we hate. So now fruits go out the window. That's a horrible, horrible idea if you're trying to lose weight, right? Because I mean, you can still have too much fruit, though. You can, you absolutely can, but it's a lot harder to eat too much fruit than it is to eat too much honey buns, right? Oh, for sure, I can. With with honey buns, I could be like full, and I'm still ah, it tastes good. I'll have another one. Why not? With, sugar, with the fruits, I'm like, oh, I can't. Right, there's a natural governor that happens. Exactly. It's like, holy shit, I can't really have much more. 
But so, um, let me go into my diet now. So, um, let's talk about the body fat first. So, I went from 21% down to 19.4%. So, Tell them why, of, though. I've got a pretty pretty large amount of weight. Uh, to me, that's kind of alarming. I don't want to be dropping that fast. Exactly. Tell them why you did, though. Um, and so what, what I originally had said was my, my plan was to do, uh, was to basically go 2,000 on my low days and 3,000 on my high days. So training days where I have high-intense training, I'll be doing my higher calories, so 3,000. Whenever I'm just on my off days, I'm doing sauna, I'm doing uh, just some light swimming, and also mobility. I'll be just having 2,000, okay? Well, I fucked that up, okay? It's really hard to get 3,000 calories. <laughs> really hard. Like, uh, it sounds sounds retarded because I actually used to eat a lot more than that, but I used to be eating shit foods, right? Exactly. So, um, that's why the fruit thing for me doesn't really matter. But So my diet <clears throat> has been kind of swayed. Um, right now, I averaged over the week, because um, I'm not doing every single day in the same calories, but I still try to like undulate them. So I averaged 2,200 calories. If I was supposed to do the 2,000 low, 3,000 high, I would average 24,000. So I'm missing 200 calories a day uh, for my goal. So what my plan is to do is to bump that up to be accurate at 2,000 and 3,000. Okay. Um, but let's talk about how I got down to that percentage um, on top of just the calories, right? So what was I eating, right? So I had tons of red meat like I talked about. I had tons of fruits, so peaches, how, oranges. Has that been helping you with the red meat? I love it, dude. It's, okay. it's, so, it's so good for me. Like, I swear, like... Some people, like, obviously, like, there's some things that don't work well with people. For me, it's red meat. Like, I've already noticed that it just works really well. Um, I don't lose any kind of performance. I have high protein from it, high fat. Um, so my macros broke down to be, because um, I'm, I'm not trying to hit targets. I'm just eating to my comfort and then just going from there. But my macros broke down to be, like, 33% carbs, 20, I'm sorry, 33% carbs, 45% fat and 22% protein, right? So really high fat, but also higher carbs, right? So um, I don't really demonize any one food because I don't think anybody should. But, you know, things like the steak, rice, um, vegetables, so green beans, broccoli, a ton of fruit, um, sardines in the morning. Like for my stable breakfast, either sardines and eggs, steak and eggs, um, and then some kind of piece of fruit. And then for my lunch, typically it's some pieces of steak, along with either rice or vegetables or both. You're making me hungry. I know, right? And then, <laughs> and then for dinner, it's typically um, some kind of carbohydrate. So uh, maybe it's rice, maybe it's some kind of potato, um, and along with some veggies and, of course, some more meat. But so this is, a, this is a weird thing, though, right? I've been so full that it's kind of hard to meet my targets, but I still have lost that weight that quickly. So talking like poundage, right? So I lost, I know in here we said that I went from, I, we, we walked over and we weighed, and I weighed 213. Well, I was actually 211, but obviously we just got to eating and all that kind of stuff. So um, from that, I went from 211 to 206. So I lost four pounds strictly of fat. And then there was two pounds of non-fat, which um, includes things like skeletal mass, muscle mass, organ density, um, muscle density. So it's kind of hard to tell if that's water weight that I lost right away or if that's muscle. So my intent is to bring the calories back up a little bit. You look smaller. It's muscle mass. Fuck you. Still be, in a, <laughs> still be in a deficit, but bring my calories up to where I wanted to be at 2,000, 3,000. Um, because there were some days where I went from like 16 to 17. There were some days where I went from like 28 to 26. But um, I need to get those calories higher so I can maintain what I need, what I have and still continue to lose weight. But... 
Uh, as far as it goes, I still have an extra 2.4% to lose, and we got six weeks left. So I'm going to slow down a little bit, obviously still being a deficit for this week. And then uh, the week after that, I'm going to go into a little bit of a surplus. Just to build a little muscle. Are you? Yeah, build a little muscle, and it's going to be like the second week of our new program. Are you um, waste? Thank you. The second week of our new program, and the new program we're doing is going to have sprints, not to intentionally like, condition me, but to increase explosiveness and power. But I don't want to like, you don't, like, gain a calorie deficit with that intense training as well. So bump the calories up a little bit. But this next week is going to be all deficits as well, so we'll see my percentage come down again. Um, hopefully not as much. I'm, I'm hoping to be down by just 19%. I don't want to fall any more than that. Uh, and if I do, I kind of need to look over my nutrition again to kind of bump up the calories. But um, it's funny, though, because I was thinking about this and I was like, holy shit. You know what I mean? Like, I used to eat so much food. If I'm losing this much weight on a diet where I feel actually not deprived, like, I feel like I'm actually really eating, eating a lot, like, kind yes. of forcing myself to eat a lot. I was choosing bad foods. That's what it comes down to. Like, I was, I was eating, like, fucking chocolate peanut butter. A shit ton. Peanut butter itself. That's why when you brought that up, I was like, he's actually doing that. Holy shit. Because for me, that's my weakness, dude. If I have the peanut butter, I'll eat way too much. It's so calorie dense. By the time I'm done eating that. My young brother's oh, the same way. I literally went up to the joint. I was like, who ate all of this peanut dude, butter? That's, that's it, exactly it me. Him. And I was like, he's like, it's healthy. I'm like, but look at it. It's, it's first serving you get that. Like, that's a really good point because there's a lot of foods that are healthy, but it's all portion control. Exactly. Like, And the thing like says, like, Per two tablespoons. It's two tablespoons, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You get yeah. like the it's one like I got. Ninety calories. Right. The one I got was like two grams of sugar. My thing is, I really need to watch my sugars. Like, yes, I need the sugars for like my energy, blah blah. But I'm get that through healthy carbs. But the one I got was like two grams of sugar for like two tablespoons, right? Think about like having um like six or eight tablespoons. That's me, dude. Literally, right? Without so now, now exactly now you're like. Eight, ten grams of sugar easily. I kid you not, the small jars of peanut butter, I would eat the whole thing yeah. in a day. That's what I got, the small one. So. In the entire day, though. Like, that's that's over, like, 2,200 calories. So I would eat that right away well, with some bananas or whatever. And also, and also, my intention with the uh, peanut butter is, obviously, that it does help my cravings a little with the uh, sweet. But also, fat, that's why. Fuck you. I, I didn't realize that I had a sweet tooth. I guess I do. You do, for sure. I really do. <laughs> you I didn't realize do, for that. sure. Well, because... I, I thought I had a sweet tooth for, like, soda, because when I was younger, I've, I've been telling this I never liked podcast. Soda. I never did. I, I drank that shit like crazy, dude. Because I, I was always, like, running around, yeah. and so I'm thirsty. I'm like, soda, soda, well, soda, see, soda. Our, my mom forced us to wait until I was 12 to drink soda. And then once I got once I got the soda, I was like, this isn't what it was cracked up to be. Like, it's no. good, but it, it's just like, I think one time, what really ruined well, it? For me, it's like the Hawaiian punches, the Fanta, mm. the Coke. See, I took a drink once, and when I took the drink... I like burped and I got a really bad back pain. Like well, I mean, that's like probably why. that's when I was like, ah, fuck. So I associated like that that with drink. back pain. Yeah, exactly. exactly. And that's ah, why. Fuck. I don't want that. A little shit. bit of psychology, but no. And literally, all I said was, I'm not gonna have soda for a year, and I didn't have it for a year. And th- that's what I'm talking about, like me being disciplined enough. If I'm saying I'm cutting it out, I'm cutting it out, and that's right. what I'm gonna do. But like the peanut butter, I'm just trying to do like the cravings. It'll help me, and also I want to add it to my protein shake. I want to do the strawberry banana, and uh, maybe a tablespoon of uh, like the peanut butter, and I'm gonna use the whey protein that I have right now because I haven't gotten the chance to go to Costco and buy the one that you bought me. Yeah, aren't you going to Costco? I am. Can you buy it for me? I'll give you the money for oh, it. Okay. I'll give you the money for it. God damn it. This dude, fuck this guy. He will never do something nice for me. That's because I'm in debt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll pay you. Okay, good shit. In a year. Thank you. <laughs>
<laughs> but, um, so, I mean, that does bring up a good point, though. Like, there is several people who are looking to probably be on the same journey we are. And they're all probably thinking, like, they grab well, all the how, healthy foods. Well, no, they're, they're probably thinking, like, okay, how are you yourself, who is in a lower body fat, all of a sudden just creeped up that high? And how am I at a higher body fat just, just all of a sudden down, up. down Holy that low? Holy shit, we are like total laps. Because right we got to think about this, right? So we we're both different structures completely. We're and I did creep up high like a motherfucker. Yeah, we were talking about this off air, too. Like, we're completely different structures. Like, I hold a lot more muscle mass than you do. And I think because of the training. Yeah, too, because you're cross training. Exactly. So you have more of an endurance base, a cardio based sport. Whereas I just lift. You know, exactly. Like I'm, I'm you strictly lift. just lift. Right. Like, so my thing is, like, with me, I have much more muscle mass in my structure. And so then on your off days, you're doing technique with lifting, too. Right, so. right. And then when I start losing any kind of fat, the body fat immediately just plummets because exactly. I still have all that muscle mass retained. But with you, the I second lose you like, gain any fat, it's like, holy shit. I plummet in muscle mass. Well, you plummet, you actually escalate in body fat because body fat basically is a breakdown of your total weight. And then the, the pounds well, yeah, of that's fat the thing. Like, I escalated in the body fat and then my muscle mass just fucking plummets down. You did? Oh, it, it did. I did. Oh, I went shit. down five pounds of muscle mass. Yeah, that's right. Because you were at 157, actually. Your goal weight is what you want to say. You were, and, and I wasn't 157. And, it, and I hit the 157 Yeah, you had mark. a 15% body fat. Which but is, because I went up in that, I, I do like, as soon as I uh, stepped on the scale and it was 157 for like two, three days straight, it was around there. And then I was like, I'm not feeling any stronger. Yeah. So I'm pretty sure I lost muscle mass. I didn't expect five pounds of muscle mass. I fit like maybe two, three at the most. And then I was like, maybe a pound of fat. No. Absolutely drastic. Absolutely really is. drastic. Fucking crazy. I was surprised myself. I was really surprised too. I was like, shit. <laughs> but I knew, some. I was like, somewhere deep down, like I know that you're not progressing. Because I, I saw some workouts. It didn't, like it didn't seem like you were pushing yourself as hard. Not in this program. I don't no, like the high it didn't. Runs. It didn't seem like you were pushing yourself it as hard. Kind of, it just gave me like a the memory of when I first started working out with hella high reps. Yeah. And like I, I've been doing that for ever since I started working out. It's just like yeah. right now. I mean, you know me. I, I love low rep range. Like I make myself exactly. uncomfortable to get out of that rep range. Exactly. But we're going back into it. We are. Yeah. We're going so back that's going to like me more. I think also like the low rep range have helped me to maintain muscle mass a lot more than the high rep range. Which is funny because it's like. People Typically, think, people don't, people don't think, think about exactly. that. You know, they always think like, okay, well, if it's low rep range, you're just gonna build strength. That exactly, and that's the thing. Like, you gotta see what your body's doing, how it's adapting. Like, I mean, this program was great, honestly, great. Like, I felt more. Um, what I got out of this program was muscle endurance more than anything, to be honest. Strength-wise, like if I go hit, you know, the biggest thing I got, what? hamstrings. You, true, that's a big thing. My hamstrings were fucking crazy, which is why I was able to sprint faster. And the, the craziest thing about this when I say that, and that's why it blew me away, is because we did no squats. Didn't squat yeah, once. we did no squats. No. We did lunges. We did Nordic hamstring curls. We did um, slider curls. But we never touched one squat. No, we did uh, our, like, sumo deadlifts and stuff. Right. Which and, I love sumo deadlifts. Yeah, but for me, like, the, the, oh, and we did good mornings, too. Yeah, we did. That. But for me, it's like, that's crazy to me because I've been, I've been squatting forever. And this just goes to prove the same thing you're talking about. Like, you, you built muscle and retained muscle in a low rep range. And I usually always squat, but we saw great results out of those, right? Exactly. So, so for me, it's like anything you're not doing now, go do it. Exactly. And just watch what happens. Well, the thing is, like, for me as a soccer player and as an attacker player, I'm all, like, I will forever be shooting the ball. No matter, like, I could be at 50 yards and I'll still take a shot. So I'm always squat dominant in the game. And then, like, being able to hit 
my hamstrings a lot more in the gym. That's why I loved it every time we did hamstrings. I don't know if you noticed, but every time we did hamstrings, I'm pushing myself because I'm like, I need that shit to grow. So if you notice, we did hamstrings every day. We worked. Huh? We did hamstring every day. We worked. Exactly. And it was a different form variation. One was knee dominant. One was hip dominant. But I know exactly. Well, I always hit it, and that's why I was like, I needed to catch up to my quad. And now it's actually over. Like I think it caught up and it's beating my quads right now. (laughs) I don't care though. Like honestly, I don't care. Because at the soccer field, when I was shooting the ball, it's still the same strength, blah, blah, blah. Because I do care a lot about that performance. But, yeah, when, like, when we were doing the upper body high range, I was just like, yeah, you know? I, I don't like it. No offense to you or anything. I like it. And I'm not, I'm not telling people. Different. Right. And I'm not telling people to, like, fucking hate on that, too. It's great. You got to find what's work, what works for you. But The other thing I got, though, shoulders. You did fucking go shoulders, and, shoulders and hamstrings. That's, you that's, did. That's you for did. sure we got it. I, I just got my hamstrings and uh, my butt. My butt got bigger too. Side butt. Side butt. But yeah, and um, that's what it is, you know. So are you excited for this next program though? I am. What do you think is going to happen? In the next program? We'll we'll explain on air what the program is. So basically what I'm doing is we're doing cluster sets one day. Um, We're going to work more on uh, explosive acceleration and speed. The other day we'll be doing just low rep range, high intensity strength work. And then we'll be doing more power, so explosive. Um, box jumps, broad jumps, things like that. So um, it's going to be truly just a, a, a hardcore, like, athlete program, which I love doing that kind of training. You know me. Uh, and it, it should. I don't like it. I fucking love it. Dude. I know you do. You should see, like, we should we should definitely see how your progress goes with that and how it contributes to Scott. Definitely going to be leaner. Like, definitely. Every time. So when I first started working out and I would hit the weights, and then there was a time where I switched to, like, mainly just athletic type training even in the gym plus my soccer leaned out like crazy like never before stamina was much better and like performance was much better so i'm really looking forward for that especially like the broad jumps and the uh box jumps i do need to get my vertical up i know broad won't help your vertical but for in my own mind it's going to translate to my vertical because i'm just in my own <laughs> mind it does dude for me like when i'm doing an exercise i'm just thinking about like that whole like overall performance because when I'm doing a broad jump I'm just I'm still utilizing some muscles that are can be utilized when I'm doing a vertical jump yeah so my off days what I'm going to do I'm going to start switching my off days too I'm probably still going to I'll go back to technique work for uh, the Olympic lifts and I'm probably also going to add in um, some soft plyometrics in the pool too in my off days um, I'm looking forward to have a lot of sex what? who said that? who said that? who the fuck said that? it's an athletic performance get that hip hinge (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Triple extension. Oh. <laughs> that twerk session is. That is fucked up. Who said that? Who the fuck said that? Oh, no, no, no. Guys, don't do that. If you're 12, don't do that. If you're 13, do that. They've already done it. <laughs> Probably, yeah. No one's listening to us. No one's done it, but that's uh, good. That's good. Thank you. No, but uh, my off days, soccer. Yeah. How, <laughs> so you were talking to me about the soccer training and how you're going to undulate that with, with regular training. I think athletes out there need to hear that. So what are you trying to do with that? So right now you're going like four days a week which is going to be a little different than so I, i'm going to have to sit and plan it out if we're still going to train i guess we're going to train around the same time uh depending on what whenever because you switch work up so whenever i did switch work holy shit I just yeah remember. whenever whenever what happens so whenever it happens it happens yeah i'm still going to do monday wednesday and friday i'm gonna still do my soccer trainings in the morning so right after the workout still when you were explaining the program like it's not, it shouldn't, like, fucking deplete me, like, when we did work capacity. Right. And just so, I mean, if this is your first episode and you're just now hearing us, but 
basically I make the programming. He's, he kind of follows me, and then his, his father makes his programming for soccer. Yeah. So I make well, my own sometimes programming, I like, tags along. Right. Sometimes for soccer, like, I go alone and, and do my own training because my dad, like, he, he might have work. He might have taken my baby sister, blah, blah, blah. So I'm not all just relying on everyone, you know? Yeah. I really, I really am. He's getting hampered. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I really am not. If I, if I can run, if I, if I'm going to run my own workouts and soccer training, I can. Like, but I'd rather you have it. I don't mind it, you know. <laughs> makes it easier, really does. Like, yeah, it it does. makes me focus on the big goals. But yeah, I'm still gonna do that morning training. See how that goes the first week. If I feel too tired, uh, because of my work, I might switch my soccer training and have it late at night on the uh, on the Monday, Wednesday, uh, Friday. Because there's a park that has a light in like a little rink area, and the tryouts that I have coming up are indoor anyways. So it'll work perfect. It'll just be how I feel. Because if I'm feeling depleted in the morning and I, I'm not going at 100% for my soccer training, then there's no point. Yeah. So I'm going to see how that plays out. And then on the days where I don't lift, right now what I did was I'd go on a uh, mile and a half to two and a half miles one. And then after that, I'd do like just ball touches. Just strictly ball touches, technical work. I want to probably just listen to this. Huh? <laughs> I, I swear, throw. dude. I swear. <laughs> I throw up walking to the track trying to do that shit. I swear <laughs> to God. Uh, but I might have to change it up to just do the running and that's it. No ball touches. Because if it, it depletes the fuck out of me. Like doing the running and then ball touches. Like the ball comes I'm like, get the fuck out. I don't I'd recommend it. maybe even switching up. So you said like a mile and a half it's two miles? Mile and a half to two and a half miles at the most. So just split that up into two parts. So split up when you first go in, your half, and then do your ball touches, and then half in the end. Oh, that works. Yeah. I thought I you try meant, it out. I thought you meant, um, like, do a half mile in the morning, do, and then do another no, half no, end. No, like, no. Name, I'm like, that defeats the purpose yeah, of it. No, yeah, no. Yeah, yeah. Split it up to where it's, it's half, ball touch, half. Okay. That'll probably that that'll, that'll make it a little easier. Yeah, make, might work, actually. And it's more game realistic to me. Yeah. It really is. That's true. Because I'm not running for that long, like, at a constant pace. Right, there's never, time. ever a time yeah. when you don't touch the ball between a fucking mile and a half exactly. to two miles. Well, a, when I did, when I played as a winger for a team that doesn't pass a lot, yeah, it was a lot of me just going up and down the field, but... It's a higher intensity running, though. You're not, it is, You're not yeah. jogging the entire it's time. It's true, yeah, yeah. But um, I think that it also is a good thing. You said feel your body out. Oh, feel, yeah, See how sure. it feels. I think it's important for people to understand, like, definitely don't try and push yourself, because you have a plan. That comes for everything, right? Like today, for example, we had a plan. We were supposed to do suitcase carries along with some rotational pulls. Um, and I, I immediately modified it. I was like, you know what? Let's do two sets to the three. Because you only had a one meal and I only had one meal. So right. We so were there's nowhere no point in trying to like just exhaust yourself. Like feel your body out. See how it feels that day. And you still, you still modify a plan. Like the plan is there, but you can still make modifications from there. Don't oh, feel like you're trapped. You know what the big thing I'm going to like try and track too? My sleep. Mm. My sleep has... Definitely been hindering me to get to my performance level that I want to. Very good. I've been getting like five hours of sleep that are not straight. Like literally five hours of sleep. I'm not even exaggerating. Really, sadly enough, I have too. Like last night I went to bed, like 12:40. You texted me at one o'clock, by the way. I did. Like I went to bed like 12:45 and woke up. No joke, this morning at like seven o'clock straight. Damn. Yeah. Very bad. Yeah. But yeah, so because people don't realize, but not enough sleep or rest actually can stop your fat loss. Uh, not just fat loss, but also everything. Like, obviously, yeah, yeah. The way you think, like the way you feel, the way you perform, your overall body composition, your water retention, like your energy. There's, I mean, it affects every fucking thing in your in your entire I'm all, life. I'm also gonna do um, midday naps now that I'm switching my work. I love and those. I'm, and I'm taking you know me. 
and I'm withdrawn from a class, definitely going to take advantage of it and take a midday nap. But here's the thing with uh, naps. you got to time them right. Timing is so fucking hard with naps. If you go longer, like the most is one hour for a nap. Because if you go longer than that, now you're getting into your REM sleep. When you get into your REM sleep and you try to wake out of that, very you bad. Like, you feel, like, you if, feel shit. If you wake up from a nap and you feel more tired, you did it wrong. You did it wrong. You did yeah, it completely wrong. wrong. Which I've been doing wrong for the past fucking, uh, I don't know how many years. Because <laughs> well, I take a nap and I'm like... Yeah, sometimes like, it's nice to like, get that recovery, but for sure, if you're, if you're doing that all the time, you're just never... I mean, think about that, right? If you like woke up, you already feel tired, right? Because you're just now starting to wear off melatonin. You're starting to hit, hit the cortisol. Finally starting to get awake, and you're starting to perform. And exactly. midday, like, let's say four hours later, you go and try to sleep again. Exactly. You feel the exact same repeat. Exactly. Half your fucking day now is spent trying to wake Just, up. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? So exactly. um, definitely not a good spot to be in. But if you time a, right, if, if you time a nap right, and you're only there for 20 to 40 minutes, depending on the person, right? So for me, I can go about 40 minutes, and well, then I'll feel good. Here's the big Some thing. Some different. Think about this. People at school, when they take, like, a napping class, and it's, like, 5, 10 minutes, and they wake up fresh, that's a nap. That's, that's a real Actually, I did a Linwood one time. Exactly. I've done that. I've done that. I saw, I saw on the bench. <laughs> exactly. I've done that a lot. That's a real nap. That's what you want. You don't right. want it to go longer than an hour. Because what it does, like when you leave your long sleep at night, get in your REM sleep at night, because when you get in that REM sleep, aside from the uh, like the weight, it can hinder you from the weight loss, hinders you from like muscle gain, whatever it might be. It's also the mental thing, like your brain. Like if you don't get that enough rest, now throughout the day, your ability to retain information, memorize things, and actually be able to perform like uh, simple tasks such as driving, because a lot of people drive now. I hope, maybe, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Who knows? Such as driving, it can be very dangerous. And so that's why you leave the longer sleep at night, like the six to seven hours. Do they say eight hours now, or do they just say six to seven? It depends on your age. If you're younger, you need longer. Okay. Yeah, but nap, one hour nap, I'm going to try and have like hour at the most nap. I napped, what was it, yesterday, Saturday? Yeah, I napped an hour before soccer yesterday. That's when I told I was hungry as shit. Because I woke up hungry as shit, but I still went and played soccer. Dude, holy fuck. Like, I felt great after the nap. <laughs> I literally woke up, and my brother still went right. I was like, all right, let's go. Out the door. You know? Full of energy. Because I timed it right. That's yeah. why. It's a good point, though. I yeah. definitely appreciate that point. Um, another thing that I need to talk about for my weight loss, weight, weight loss goal is uh, adapting my steps. Right? So... For me, I don't, do, I don't do cardio. For you, you do. So yeah. for me, it becomes more exponentially important because as I don't have cardio in there, I need to think about, okay, how am I getting my movement? And we've already talked about this together, that you only feel back pain whenever you're not moving, right? Oh, my God, yes. So for me, I think about, okay, you know, is my back hurting today? Well, that means definitely I didn't get enough steps. Um, so what I try and do now is average around 10,000. And then as we get further and further down this, this weight loss goal, um, I'll probably hit that around 14. To finish everything off, right? But I'm gonna do this without any actual cardio because that's not really cardio. It's just moving throughout the day, that's right? Just movement, that's right? It's like it, in my, I work in a gym, so well, fuck, I can walk, I can take a lap around the gym and pick up trash or whatever I need to do and get more steps out of that way. Pick up girls too. Yeah. Who said that? Who said girls that? Girls are not an object, dude. Come on, get it. Together. I didn't say it. You said it. Who said it? Thank you. <laughs> but uh, let's also talk about the mindset behind weight loss too. So I actually just wrote, a, I, I just started a blog. Wrote that on the on. He copies this, me. I didn't, no, fuck, I didn't fucking copy your shit, you got fucked. He goes, Damon, I want to do a blog too. I didn't say I wanted I said, my plan was to start a blog at the end of the year. But oh. now that you told me you want to do a blog, I'm like, 
I don't know if I want to do it anymore. Because <laughs> it really does feel like I'm copying you now. Yeah, I, you, you fucking went into training. You fucking doing podcasts with me. Next, you can quit school. That was my idea. <laughs> that was my idea too. We both, uh, have, we we both did, have the same dude, idea. everything we literally, I swear to God, the training, I've been looking into training since I was 16, but I was like, certification, no, I don't want to. I thought it was literally like a class that I have to go to and pay for. That's why. Uh, the podcast, I had that idea, but I didn't know if you would be fucking uh, want to tag along. I talked to you about it. And then you talked to me and I was like, good shit, you know? <laughs> and now the blog, I'm like, fuck this guy. God damn it. Well, I just want to, so coming back to the, the full circle, I just wrote a blog about uh, like the mindset, the psychology of how like weight loss, and if you don't set your mindset up for, for success, then you're going to hinder yourself, okay? So let's talk about that, because in your own perspective right now, right, you are at a defeated purpose, right? If you, if you, had, a, mean? If you had a bad mindset, right now you just went up in body fat, you're a defeated yeah. purpose. So the, the, oh, casual, okay, 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 the okay. casual person who would go into weight loss training and found that out would probably quit. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, right yeah. now, if they had a bad mindset, they'd probably quit right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what's your mindset like on, on this journey? Well, you see, like you saw me at the way, and like you, I'm, I'm pretty sure you were able to read my face. Yeah. Obviously, I wasn't happy about it. Was it was disappointed, but I could tell you were like optimistic. Like, okay, I know, need, I know a different thing. And now, know I need to do what I need to do, and that's what it is. I think what it comes down to is breaking down what you were doing wrong. Everything in life, I am a big believer in this. If you just, if you're able to point out and pinpoint what you're doing wrong to hinder you from whatever goal you have, then you'll be successful. Because if you can pinpoint what you're doing wrong and actually fix it, modify it, whatever it is you need to do to get to that goal, you'll be successful 100% guarantee, like I promise. It's basically just overcoming obstacles. Exactly. It's overcoming that obstacle. Like, you see, there's a reason why they say, have the mindset of an athlete. Because athletes are the big people of that. Like, they fucking play through injuries. Obviously, it's not smart, but they still do it just because in that, in that mindset of, I'm going to get to where I want to no matter how. I don't give a fuck how. I'm just getting there. I also might disagree with you a little bit there, but continue. Keep going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I want to finish off the point. Okay, all right. See, but, and so that's, that's my thing. Is like, For me, I saw that, and all I did, like, it, we went for sushi that day, and then throughout the whole thing, I was just naming out random things. You're like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, oh, I'm just talking about like, what I've been doing wrong, right? Mm. And I'm just going to... Take that away, and then work towards getting better. And, that, and that's what it is. Like, other than the fact that, like, you you're a disciplined person as well. Like, you you can pinpoint that shit. I'm a disciplined person as well. And if you listen to this, and now you're just like, oh, maybe I need that change too. Yeah, you do. But take steps towards working through that progress. Like I said earlier, if you've been doing like processed food for your whole life, and you try to cut it out all of a sudden, you're not going to succeed that way. It's it's just no point. It's just no way. So take the small steps, like the baby steps, as um, I have to quote him because that's not my line. Matt Sheldon, great soccer player. He says, always take those baby steps towards success. And that's what I'm a big believer in. And also, like, pinpoint what you're doing wrong, obviously. That's my thing is, what are you disagreeing on? I heard this, uh, just to kind of reiterate the same point. Yeah. Um, I was listening to a podcast, and it said, inch by inch is a cinch, yard by yard is hard. So that's, yeah, that, that's, a good, exactly. that's a good way to put it, too, exactly. because if you just do many micro things, and then it'll build up the bigger things over time, exactly. rather than trying to take a big step for right. what you need to do. But the reason I disagree with you, because you said athletes, you brought that up. Most athletes are in that position identify with being an athlete. Like, they have to perform, or else they're not themselves. So I think in a weight loss journey, if you think, 
well, I have to lose weight or I'm not I'm, or, right. or I'm there not are myself. Out there like that. Yeah, right. right. If, if you think to yourself like, okay, well, I have to lose weight or I'm not myself, that's a horrible mindset to be. That is a horrible mindset. So um, the blog I wrote was basically kind of talking about like you need to first study up your, your psychology first. Because that's a big debate, right? Should you go to the gym first, or should you like like work the mind, mind your body, right? And I think obviously it should be both, but I think we're gonna choose one to work on first to be your mindset, right? Because yeah. if you go to the gym, you fucking hate yourself. Well, because you now people are asking, well, how do I train my mind? Right, but and read my blog if you want to fucking hear about that. That's gonna take too long <laughs> going to, but um, basically, if if we if we think about okay, well, I hate myself, who I am, I need to lose weight. You're going to come into the gym and like, shit, you're going to come to the gym and run way too many miles. You're going to come to the gym and just hurt yourself. Um, I mean, you're going to because you're just going to do whatever it takes. Right, you and then you're feed, right you won't I even see feed yourself. I see how enough. you're disagreeing with me. Right, see, yeah, yeah, you, yeah. you won't feed yourself enough. You'll be you'll be like literally hating yourself to lose the weight right. instead of loving yourself to lose the weight. Like like appreciating that I have total control over this. I need to first set my mindset up. We'll go over a simple example, right? So <clears throat> basically, if you're in a position where you have optimistic open views of the world, like, okay, well, I, I'm pretty open-minded, I can see this point of view, I can see that point of view, then you probably would be able to tell, okay, well, there's a lot of diets out there, and the bottom line is, yeah. none of them work for one person, right? So, everybody's individual. So, I need to find what works for me, not go for a diet, right? Because I think if you're, if you're going for a diet, you've already done something wrong. Because if you hear, like, vegan is the healthiest diet out there, and you right. go for vegan, there's a, like, a, uh, sort of cut you off right now, no, you're keep going. there's a soccer player, he's on YouTube, I follow him, he went vegan because he heard Messi... Yeah, you vegan. talk about this, yeah. Yeah, he is, uh, like, vegan during the season. Yeah. Which is not true. I've seen Messi eat meat during the season. And now the dude is struggling to hit <laughs> The dude is struggling to hit his macros and everything. He's been injured. He's struggling to, like, recover because, obviously, he's not hitting his protein like, right. 100%. And then when he got to scale and tried to get his macros, his calories were up there. His protein wasn't up there, though. Right. And that, that, that was keeping him away. Because he heard and he wanted to follow along. Right. So, I mean, it goes into the point, like, if you're going to do a diet, you're in the wrong mindset. Because going to do a diet basically says, this is temporary. And diets right? are temporary. Right. This is temporary. If you think diet, it's temporary. You need to think, I need to do a, a new life change. I need to I need to make a life haul over. Because there's been years and years and years that there's accumulated, uh, whether it's, you know, psychological stress that puts you in a certain position. So, like, for me, and I even talk about this on the diet, I'm not on the diet, on the blog, um, me and my ex always used to go get chocolate peanut butter and, and, and we'd always eat it together. So whenever I felt lonely, you know what I got? <laughs> chocolate peanut butter. Chocolate peanut butter. Yeah, dude. It's weird. Like, food will do that to you. Like, I didn't associate with that until I kind of broke it down. I was like, why the fuck am I eating this? Recent or like... When no, no, no. I was about to say, you feel lonely? Oh. No, this is, this is like right after we broke up. You know what oh. I'm saying? This is like like a month after we broke up. Holy shit. So you associated that with her. Yes. Yeah, so like, and I can see loneliness like, immediately yeah. made me go for that food. So we have a weird thing about, like, okay, we, we were born as babies and we're taught that the taste of food is what matters. And if you neglected the food they put in front of you, they'll eventually give you something good. So you've now adopted that. You, and it's right, a hard cycle. Yeah, parents are like, just eat the peas and then you'll give you ice cream. And, and then, then you they don't eat, do it. So like, right. fuck, you gotta eat something. Here's the ice cream or whatever. Exactly. Yeah. But it, it sets a bad circle up because now it's a positive feedback loop. The more and more that you feed yourself bad food, the more you want it because now your brain's adapted to have it. And then you have psychology behind that, okay, I want the food too. Like, it's not only like I need the food biologically, I also want the food psychology. Like, it's just, it's fucking crazy. So, I think mindset itself is important. If you're on the blog, it's on the Strength Symposium. Check me out. I've always, like, um, hey, fuck you for getting your blog out. We were on our podcast. I'm That's shameless, all right? Fuck. <laughs> Get it out there. Shut the fuck up. But, 
like, like it's funny when I used to uh, like uh, like girls, men, whatever, right? So they associate some foods with like like I'm depressed. I'm gonna go get chocolate. I'm whatever. I'm gonna get like right. My hamster's just cramped. Fuck me. Out. <laughs> <laughs> so casual. Oh, so casual. So casual. Uh, fuck me. <laughs> all right. My, all right. There you go. It's relaxing. Good shit. Yeah. So I've always was like, are you fucking serious right now? Cause like you're really. But I guess it's true. I guess it happens. It yeah. is. Think about yourself, right? Why do you crave sweets? I've always. That's fucking why. I never had sweets. Well, never. Not never had it when I was young. I was surrounded by good ass sweets in Jordan, but I just didn't eat them because I was always like, I just didn't eat them because I wasn't hungry, or I would just didn't want them. Fucking weird. That's why I was that skinny kid because I didn't eat a lot. And now that I grow up and I'm seeing those sweets, I'm trying to make up for my fucking childhood. <laughs> Hello, funny dude. <laughs> but I, 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 if I have to guess, that would be my guess. Yeah, but I like to always ask like people why. You know, it's like um, I was listening to. Uh, Mike Bledsoe, he says, always ask people the five whys, which also goes into like an engineering thing. Um, I mean, it's, it's not just from him, but I heard it on his podcast. But basically, if somebody says, I want to lose weight, why? Well, I, I, you know, I need to lose 45 pounds because my doctor said so. Why? why? I have hypertension. Why? why? Because I've been eating bad for so long. Why? Like, you literally become eventually, eventually, ask too much why. eventually, you get to that point of, okay, why were you eating so bad? What caused you to eat so bad? Why have you been doing this to yourself when you know it's harmful? So, like, I think that really is important to, like, start thinking about why you're doing certain things because habits come back to originally your beliefs, right? If you think about Mohammed Gandhi, he says, like, the beliefs become your words, words become your actions. I'm sorry, beliefs become your thoughts, thoughts become your actions. Damn it. Thoughts become your words, words become your actions, actions become your habits. You, have it you get it. Yeah, 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 yeah you yeah. get it. You know what I'm talking about. But basically, that just reinstates whatever you are subconsciously thinking and believe in is actually exposing itself to be true. So I think it's very important people understand that your psychology behind why you're losing weight really does matter. It's very important. I think that uh, a lot of people just kind of neglect that part of the, the whole journey. Like they think I need to lose weight. Well, fuck the food. I'm not eating any food. I'm just going to switch myself 180. I'm going to kill myself a workout because I think that's the best thing I can do right now. Just burn and sweat a whole bunch. And you will get the results you want, but, but guess the what? results that you need. Right. Guess what? Here comes a rebound because your exactly. mindset's still fucking set up to be that way. So well, like, it's not even that. Like a lot of people are like, oh, I lost the weight. Oh, I lost the weight. Maybe now I can like. Have a few cheat meals here and there, and like I said earlier, what does here and there turn into? Every day. And on top of that, like they they say, and you you brought this up too. They say I want to have a, I'm gonna have a cheat meal. And every time I have a client that says like something like that, I say, why is it a cheat meal? Like why why are you cheating? You're not cheating on anybody. Like there's, right. there's nobody being cheated on. So I say, okay, I'm it's gonna have norm. Right. So, uh, I'm gonna have a food that I enjoy, and that's all you gotta say. I'm just gonna have a food that I enjoy. I'm not going to binge on it. I'm not going to, like, because that's what cheat basically instills. It makes you binging. Right. It makes you binge. It makes you purge because now look, I feel so go bad. Look at, go look at The Rock's um, Instagram. Every Sunday he's going to have a cheat meal and he said, today's Sunday cheat meals, blah, 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 blah. And look at the amount of fucking food he puts binge. on there. For that's sure, binge. binge eating. For him, he probably needs it. The way he does shit and everything. And I think that, like, but for the average person, do right. you need to binge like that right. on a cheat meal, quote-unquote? No. And I think that that's why, you know, like, obviously I don't really care too much about my physique, but I think that's why I got to the point where I'm at is because I kept binging because I was thinking about cheat meal. Like, that's why you fat now. I even told you. Like, I, I would eat basically two good healthy meals no matter what. Like, for sure, they'd be healthy. It'd be veggies, fruits, some kind of protein. Um, and then one of the meals would be like, okay, well, here's a quote-unquote cheat meal. Like, I would have them every single day because I'm going to enjoy myself. It's life. I was literally having... 
cheat staff every single day. Right, and like I was now, literally calling them that too. I was like, uh, just a cheat right, hour. Right, right, and, and now it's like now I'm in the mindset of like I don't really want that kind of food. Like we we still eat, right? We still had. I mean, on this last week, we still had ice cream. Yeah, and then after our weigh-in, we had sushi, which are quote unquote bad foods for you. Some of you probably consider those a cheat meal. But sushi, well, the the, the sushi. sugar inside of the yeah, rice because they, they put fucking just shit tons of. I told him to take the sugar out of my rice, so it's okay. No, you didn't. Fuck you. (laughs) (laughs) But, um, like, people see those and be like, oh, that's bad food. I shouldn't have those. Well, if if we're going to make this a lifestyle and a lifestyle change, you're going to need to treat yourself every once in a while. Think about not cheat meal, but I'm going to have one food that I enjoy right now. Right? Don't think about it. To keep going with this journey. Right, because you're going to feel depleted and deprived that, oh, fuck it. I'm going to have this cheat meal. The cheat meal, the the binging. Also, hold on. I I just want to finish this up. Yeah, yeah. The cheat meal led to now I feel like shit. I hate myself because I did that. Now I'm going to work even harder. Exactly. Or, or it flips into, well, fuck it. You know what I mean? I had that cheat meal. I'm going to go right back, and I'm going to just keep eating the same way I was because I really enjoyed that. Because the next day I feel bloated. I feel all the side effects of the bad food that are making my psychology, like, like we just talked about, right? Now the dopamine, the serotonin, exactly. you know what I'm saying? So, go to your point. Also, like, the other thing is people, that's why people get tired of whole natural foods because they're like, well, it's like I'm doing the same thing over and over. I want something with better taste, blah, blah, blah. For me, I never had that problem. Like, my, my whole natural food has always been tasteful. Like, I never uh, cared for it. But I had clients that come in and they're like, I'm getting tired of the breakfast. But what do you have? It eggs every day? Yes. Try well, season that's, different. That's, that's right, why I say right. season different. Two different seasoning. Do you really need eggs every day for your breakfast? No. No, not really. So play around with it and like have fun. Like Matt was saying, enjoy yourself every once in a while. You're not going to kill yourself. I promise. Right. Don't, don't consider fun. cheating because you're not cheating on anybody. Consider it, um... Just going to have something I enjoy, and that's it. No, just consider it like a, uh, a hookup. There you go. You're hooking oh, up. okay. With you're not, food. You're not fucking the food, that's for food sure. Porn. Okay. Oh, who said that? Okay, that's very weird. Very weird. Holly, quit saying shit like that. Okay, mom. What the fuck? <laughs> weird fuck. But, I love fun. uh, I think it's a good place for us to stop. It is, because my just, hands are still cramping. Just checking up on the uh, weekly check-in. Of course... We're going into week two now. Uh, we'll be following up every Friday to make these happen, so you guys can kind of go along with us on the journey. Obviously, we have our Instagrams. We have the joint Instagram we have for the podcast. It's SBDO Podcast. Those are the letters. Thousand followers there. Go follow us. Uh, fuck you. That's letters SBDO um, Podcast. Podcast, yeah. Yes. And then for me, it's at PTCantrell96. 69. If he says that one more time, 69. I swear to God, I will kill myself. 69. Okay, bye-bye. Oh, oh, Matt. Okay, uh, guys, I will carry on this podcast all my by myself. Matt just died. Uh, my Instagram handle is at a l i s e o u d. Find me, cute picture there. Um, and I'll I'll keep bringing episodes for you guys all along. Don't worry, he's dead, but fuck him. <laughs>